Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You don't have to wait until November 3rd to cast your ballot. Be an October voter. In most states, you can vote early in October. Request your mail ballot, return your completed ballot in the mail or in person, or vote early at an early voting location. There's no time to waste. Treat every day like Election Day to make sure all voices are heard. Make a plan to vote. Be an October voter. Visit anistillvote.org to join the fight for voting rights today. Paid for by the Leadership Conference Education Fund. You try to put on those airs and act so cool. What up, y'all? It's Ed Lover. It's Come On, Son, the podcast. Come on, son. What's good with you? How you doing? How's everybody in your family doing? I hope everybody's staying safe during this COVID crisis. Um, I don't know. Last time I checked in with y'all, did 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 uh did the president have the COVID or was he over it? Or I know I saw the other day he's out there doing rallies, which I thought was crazy, and he was dancing and shit, and then. You know, Earthquake. I don't know if y'all know Earthquake. Earthquake is one of the top comedians in the country. Go follow Earthquake on his page because D.L. Hughley, who I adore, um, reposted something that Earthquake posted about. If you're still a follower of Trump at this point, you're a damn fool. Yo, he was out there dancing and, like, moving and shaking around, like, at, at this uh, rally. And uh, Earthquake went on to say, like, what the hell you got to dance for? Like, where's the party at? You got 40-something million people unemployed. You got over 200,000 people in the United States died of COVID-19. And you on stage dancing with no mask on. And that's how you got COVID in the first place. And then you only spent three days in hospital. Then you back out on the campaign trail. Like, are you that desperate for power? Obviously, the answer is yes. That he's that desperate for power. It's crazy. It's just it's absolutely insanity to me that people still going out and stumping for Trump. Stumping for Trump. And then I've seen this article. This lady did this uh, documentary where she's entertaining both sides of the coin. Like, she's really interviewing people who support Trump, people who don't support Trump. Dean Cain, that used to play Superman on, on television, he supports Trump. Scott Bale supports Trump. Scott Bale went on and said... Uh, well, if there is a civil war, you know who got all the guns. Mm-mm, Scott, not 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 here in Georgia, bro. <laughs> we got a lot of guns too, bro. But we're not even thinking about a civil war because I would I would really hate 
for the United States government to have to activate the military because we've gotten that far. This is the first time in a lifetime, in a long time, y'all. Yeah, a lifetime. A lifetime was correct. This is the first time in my lifetime, internet users, that I've really felt like there's that much division in the United States of America. It's divisions on every side, everything. Everything is a division in the United States. We are not one nation under God. We just not. It bothers me. It's like almost everybody, you look at it, everybody got something to say. Every fucking single group got something to say. You got black people who still haven't been able to achieve because of, achieve because of systemic racism in this country and we're standing up for what we want and what we believe in. It's been a long time coming because I don't know if you guys have heard it. There's a new version of Fight the Power Hour. Public Enemy Nas is on there. Rhapsody is on there. Um, Black Thought, who I think is the greatest MC to ever come out of Philly. He's on there. And it's like, we're still talking about the same things that we've been talking about from 1619 to right now, or even from 1968 when the Civil Rights Act passed to 2020, we're still asking for the same civil rights. So that's one part. So you dividing like really you kind of like dividing white people and black people because even white people that are, you know, don't consider themselves racist feel like they're on the other side of the line, you know, and then you got the liberal white people versus the conservative white people. It's just like everybody. And then now we got this new Supreme Court justice. They're going through the hearings for for her. And now we're talking about overturning Roe versus Wade. We're talking about women not having a right to choose whether or not they want to have an abortion. We're talking about a seriously conservative Supreme Court. It's just a, a, a lot of stuff that goes on. And then she's kind of waving her flag because she got two black adopted children. I'm talking about how much the George Floyd incident, you know, she cried with her children over that. It's just uh, weird. And now, you know, Mayor Lori Lightfoot out of Chicago is gay and married, is worried about her becoming a Supreme Court justice because they might overturn the rights for gay people to get married. It's just, it's just everybody. You, know, you you understand what I'm saying? It's like it's like everybody. Then you got this whole support black women movement since Breonna Taylor has, has you was killed by the police and then there's all these black women out here acting like we don't support them and i'm like god damn yeah like kind of yeah we do and then no y'all don't and y'all are toxic and it's just so much divisiveness going on in this country i don't know what the hell is going on and, and then lebron james just won his fourth nba championship and he's still comparing him to michael jordan and i just kind of keep telling people that you know it's different eras. Everything is in his eras. Everything. I don't know if you guys heard me say this before. When people ask me about the top five MCs of all time, I say there is no such thing. There's top fives and eras. Let's break it down into eras, and I can tell you who I think was the top five in that era. This is an, Everything is in eras. You can't compare LeBron James and Michael Jordan if they don't play the same game with the same rules. You, you can't. If it was okay back in the days to pick up the quarterback and throw him ass on the ground, then 
how can you compare what Joe Montana was able to do compared to the safety measures and all that stuff that was put in place to protect Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and all of that? <laughs> you know, the forward, the arm going forward is an incomplete pass. But if they hit your arm back when Phil Sims and Joe Theismann and uh, um, even Donovan McNabb, uh, uh, oh, shit. I had somebody else on the, even just even wait, you know, Joe Montana, Steve Young, all of that. If your arm got hit when you were in the pocket throwing the ball forward and the ball fell out, it was a fumble. Now it's considered a forward pass. So Tom Brady and them are benefiting off of that. If you if your hand scrape the 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 uh if you just even touch his helmet and you're and rushing him, you touch his helmet. It's a personal foul. It's 15 yards. They didn't have the luxury of those calls. And they were still able to pull up numbers. So the advantage is now on the Tom Brady, on the Drew Brees, on the Russell Wilson, all of these guys, on the Patrick Mahomes. So you can't consider them as great as the guys who weren't able to play or greater than those guys who weren't able to play within those rules. And the same thing goes for LeBron James and him. It was, there's no hand checking. You can't hand check. You can't put your elbow in the back. It, there's breakaway fouls. There's all these little titsy witsy flopping. That's a foul and all. All that stuff didn't go down when, when Jordan was playing and when Kareem was playing in his early years and Oscar Robinson was playing and all of these great Connie Hawkins and George Gervin. They you can't compare the two games. So you have is, is you know Steph Curry and all of them guys. That's that new. That's new era. It's not the same basketball. It's not. The advantage is on the players. The advantage is to score. Look at what the former commissioner of the NBA put in right after all that stuff happened. Even Derek Coleman, personal friend of mine, Allen Iverson, all of them played in a different era. Totally different era. I also saw Vince Carter the other day. Vince Carter played through all of those eras. Okay, I was talking to Vince Carter the other day. I was talking to Jerome Bettis the other day. They both said the game has changed, that these new guys don't play as tough and as rough as they played back in the day. So it bothers me. They didn't say it bothers them, so I'm not going to say that they said that. But I'm saying it as a 57-year-old man. It bothers me that you want to categorize somebody that has more protection than someone else. How, how can you say that? How are you going to say such and such is rough, tough, oh, he's the man, he's real G and all of this stuff, when he's always surrounded by security, you've never, never seen what he can do as a man himself with his own two hands. Yeah, such and such, yeah, man, Drake a real G, man, Jerry, you ain't never seen what Drake can do with, with his hands. He's always surrounded by security. That's why him and... um. And Chris Brown got into a bottle-throwing contest across the room in a club that several people got injured in. It cost them both a lot of money because one of my mans who used to be Chris Brown's security, Big Pat, got hit in the chin, and that's how he bought this beautiful house he got down here in Atlanta, off that settlement. You can't say that. You know, in the era of, of, of people that were on the radio before me, they had a different set of rules. Back in the day, it's one of the biggest, biggest freaking radio personalities that I used to listen to was a man by the name of Frankie Crocker. And when Frankie Crocker came through on the radio, he played whatever he wanted to play. 
In his four hours on the radio, he played wherever he wanted to play. And we used to know that was 8 o'clock. And if you're from New York City and you're listening to this and you're over 45 or whatever, you know at 8 o'clock on the dot, Frankie Crocker used to play, there I go, there I go, there I go, there I go. Frankie Crocker played wherever he wanted to play right after they put in that you couldn't get paid to play records on the radio. And Frankie got busted for taking money to play records on the radio. That's how a lot of times you guys will come to me and you'll see me in the street and you may have a dope song. And this is from way back in, even in, in, in the late 80s, early 90s. Somebody would give me a song like, yo, hey, give me this, man. Let me get to put this on the radio. And I would always take the song if I thought it was dope and I would give it to like Red Alert or Molly Mall or DJ Scribbles or even Dre when he was doing the traffic jam in the morning. Any DJ we had, DJ Enough, all of them, because at that time, they were able to play songs in the mix that they thought was dope. They were able to help break artists. That's what they were able to do. And that's a lot of power when you're able to break artists. So the FCC made regulations to make sure that I couldn't play a song if I just wanted to play a song. When I first heard Get At Me Dog by DMX, if I just wanted to play it, I couldn't play it. When I first heard Can't Knock the Hustle by Jay-Z, if I really wanted to play it, I couldn't play it. But I could play whatever video I wanted on MTV at the time, not knowing that I could have gotten paid for it. I could have went to Def Jam and said, listen, man, your MTV Raps Today is the number one show on MTV. Millions of people watch us every day. I need this big-ass bag of money to continue to play your freaking artists. Oh, I'm not playing them no more. Could have did that. I just didn't know that that was, you know, I thought it was illegal. It wasn't, a, it was illegal on radio. It wasn't illegal on video shows. That's how BET make money. At one point I was doing, come on, son, my videos, I was doing them on BET. And there was certain artists that BET would not let me come on, son. Beyonce was one of them. Uh, Mariah Carey, no, you can't talk about them. Um, I can't remember the young lady's name. She was um, she won a Grammy the first year. Uh, she was new new artist of the year at the Grammys. I want to roast her for her dress and her hair looking crazy. She's like a stalk of broccoli. They wouldn't let me talk about her because the damn record companies was paying them to make sure that these artists stood out front. So BET was getting money. I'm quite sure MTV was getting money because the legend goes that they were threatened by Sony if they did not play Michael Jackson because he was blowing up so big. They weren't playing no black videos, and it's the God's honest truth. So that's a different era. You dig what I'm saying? Frankie Crocker is a different era than Ed Lover. Ed Lover's a different era than Charlemagne the God. It's a whole different era. Those guys, Bugsy and, and Frankie Crocker, and all of them dudes, man, opened the door for me to do what I was doing on the radio. You know, it's a, Jordan is a different era than LeBron James. You cannot compare the two. LeBron has gotten easier calls. The game is easier. It's simpler. Congratulations to LeBron for winning his fourth championship, but the, you, the game is a lot easier. It's not a hate. It's the God's honest truth. He's the best of his era. That's how you got to put it. He's the best of his era. That's just, you know, everybody, huh, LeBron this, LeBron that, LeBron that, LeBron this, LeBron and LeBron said, so I want my damn respect. I don't blame you. You're the best of your era, bro. Damn right you are. We've never seen another player in this era like LeBron James. Yeah.
Do I agree with going to get another superstar? You openly, as a player, recruiting another player to come play with you? No, I don't agree with that. I'm just old school. I just remember that there was always Charles Barkley and them wanting to bust Michael in them ass. And, and, and I remember I was in um at one of the NBA All-Star games. I'm not quite sure if it was Minneapolis or not, but it was cold. And I had the pleasure of being in this VIP section. This is a two-part story. Um, VIP section with Michael Jordan and them. And Mike, me and Mike have always been cool. So Mike walks in, and he has a cigar in his mouth, and I ain't have a stick. I was like, Mike, give me a stick. And he's going to tell me I don't smoke cigars. That's what they all say. I was like, bro, I smoke cigars. I'm, I love cigars, okay? Give me a stick. So he gave me a stick, and we're right in the VIP area, and it's roped off, and there's a lot of people standing on the other side of the rope, and they're just watching everything that goes on. And, of course, Michael Jordan and the cats like that, um, you know, it was a lot of picture taken back in the days. It wasn't, it wasn't camera phones. It was those little small, you remember the little small cameras, y'all, we had? Yeah, the little digital small ones. Yeah, people were taking pictures with those cameras. And somewhere out there, somebody caught a picture of me bending over and Michael Jordan lightening my cigar and um, that he gave me. It was a Cohiba, matter of fact. Should have kept the damn cigar. I'm so stupid. Um, no, I smoked it all that night. But there's a picture out there of that. And that's part one of the story. Part two of the story is we went back, back away from the ropes. There's a good section. We back there. Now, back there is a lot of players. Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, myself, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, um... I believe Clyde Drexler was back there. And as normal, when they all get together, they start talking shit. So I'm privy to all of this back and forth. Matter of fact, Dominique Wilkins was there too, because I remember um, uh, Michael Jordan and them calling him Mr. Pretty Feet and Hands. I remember that. Um, uh, and it was also, this is before the Shaq era, Kobe era, all that. They weren't, they weren't not there. This is early 90s, right? So... Um, in this particular party, they weren't there. Everybody's talking shit. And then, of course, basketball comes up. What's going to happen this season, the rest of the season, because the All-Star break is halfway point of the season, right? And the Knicks was doing good. And Patrick was like, yo, we rolling. Mike, we coming for y'all motherfuckers. We can get it. We getting that chip this year. And Mike looked at Patrick and said, Patrick, as long as I'm playing fucking basketball, the New York Knicks will never win a fucking championship. And I remember talking to, turning to Mike and said, come on, Mike, give us a fucking break. So fuck that. Y'all motherfuckers ain't getting shit. And then uh, Barkley jumped in and Mike told Barkley, shut the fuck up. You ain't got no rings. And then, <laughs> yo, it was just like a free for all. And Dominique said something. And Mike like, you ain't got no rings either, motherfucker. But Dominique like, yeah, but I got that slam dunk championship on your ass. And, oh, man, we're going to do this shit again. And just shit talking all around. And the one thing that I realized from that era is they never, ever, ever talk to each other about when is your contract over? Why don't you come play with me? They respected each other after the fact, but they always wanted to bust each other's ass. And I always say this as a kid growing up on 209th Street in Queens, New York. If we played 212th Street and 212th Street kicked our ass and I was one of the great best players on my block, I didn't go play with 212th Street. I wanted to kill 212th Street. I wanted to keep playing to beat 212th Street. When I went to August Martin High School, 
if one of our great running backs that we had in Jackson was a, Andrew Jackson High School, which I ended up working at later on, was our rival school. It was a big rivalry. If one of our running backs and we lost to Jackson in like at homecoming, our running back didn't transfer to go to Jackson to be on a better team. To us, that was pussy. I'm sorry, excuse my language. That was what you call a chump-ass, pussy-ass move. You just didn't do it. So for Kevin Garnett to lose to the Golden State Warriors and then go be a part of the Golden State Warriors to get his championships, that was frowned upon when I grew up. That's what you call a pussy move. And I'm sorry, I'm not taking anything away from LeBron as the greatest player of his era, but LeBron has this thing where he has to go out and recruit players. Not people getting naturally traded. Not the same way that the Detroit Pistons traded Dennis Rodman to the Bulls. If you make a trade and you get this guy in the trade, that's cool. But openly as a player going out and recruit, recruiting and you call yourself the greatest? You're the king, but you have to go recruit other people to be on your squad. Now, some people out there may be listening and be like, Ed, hey, man. It's a new era. They can control where they go, and I respect that. I respect that shit 100%. I respect if you don't want to play in Cleveland no more and you want to go be a Laker. I don't understand it. I don't have to understand it because I feel like that's somebody else's legacy, and you just joining. You just want to be a part of. You want to be the greatest of all time. Then you want to be the greatest on your own will and your own standards. You want to make a name for yourself where you play at. You know, Patrick Ewan has no rings, but he's still known as one of the greatest Knicks of all time. He didn't say my contract is up. He re-upped his contract with the Knicks. He didn't say my contract is up. Oh, man, let me go over here and, and play in Los Angeles and let me, you know, let me play with the Bulls. Nah. No, Charles Oakley got traded from the Bulls and ended up at with the Knicks. That's how Charles became one of the most revered Knicks of all time. He got traded there or draft or whoever gets drafted there. That's my only knock on the game right nowadays. And I just, I just don't like you going to get Anthony Davis. If you are the king, then motherfucker rule with what you got. I, that's just me. That's why I talk about different eras, different eras of, of everything, different eras of music right now. I can't tell these R and B girls, one from the other one. To me, they oh, I don't know. How, where do you learn to fucking sing? Where's the powerful Faith Evans, fucking Mary J. Blige's, Coco SWV's, uh, Nikki from Brownstone? Where the, the Jennifer Hudson's, Beyonce? That's why Beyonce busts all y'all asses. Because she can sing. Like, she can really, really sing. Even though Jay Hud is a far better singer than she is. But that, that is always going to be somebody better than somebody else. But where are the fucking singers? I feel I, I kind of feel that way about hip-hop, too. Like, I feel like a lot of young hip-hop artists are just following the trend, even though we know that there's some dope-ass MCs like Rhapsody, uh, 3D Not T. We know that a lot, of, a lot of females that can rap, but the, a lot of them that's trying to come is following the same-ass blueprint. And it's not pushing hip-hop further. It's making hip-hop 
go backwards. Hip-hop was meant to be pushed forward. Hip-hop was meant to be different. Every MC was meant to be different. Every DJ is supposed to be different. Let me tell y'all some funny shit I heard the other day, and this shit gonna bug y'all out. Dion Cole. I think Dion Cole's Netflix uh, stand-up routine was fucking hilarious. Love Dion Cole. Respect for Dion Cole. I also thought Dion Cole was dope on Blackish. I love Dion Cole's Old Spice commercials, all of that. It's cool. Love Dion Cole. But Dion got out of pocket, y'all. Dion tried to go at Clark Kent and D-Nice because Dion is from Chicago. He loves house music. That's where, that's where the music originated. Big up to everybody in Chicago that love house music. But house music is very similar to hip-hop. Hip-hop originated in New York. We can't hold on to it and we can't control it. It was meant for everybody to be dope. Just dope MCs that come out of Chicago, Kanye included, Common included, Do or Die included. I can go on and on. Twista, come on. We can't hold on to that and say y'all can't do hip-hop. So Dion Cole was was DJing, never even knew Dion Cole could DJ. Dion Cole is not known as a DJ. But then again, neither am I, and I can do it. So Dion Cole was playing old school house music on Instagram on Sundays. D-Nice, who has already revolutionized the DJ on Instagram and Twitch, was DJing along with Clark Kent, and they was doing stuff called Sunday School, and they would play everything. So they played some house music, and then De Deion Cole got offended. How y'all going to play house music? That's my shit. And then tried to go at him about it. And you know, D-Nice is one of the nicest dudes I have. I mean, like, personally nice. Not just nice on a set, which he is, but personally a nice dude. D-Nice would even get off of his set and say, hey, y'all, go check out my man Deion Cole playing the house music on, on his Instagram channel. Clark Kent wasn't so nice. Clark Kent was like, you know what? Fuck you. You don't, you don't own no, first of all, you don't own DJing on the gram at all. Okay. You don't own the day Sunday and you don't own fucking house music. So like Clark Kent is a veteran DJ. Clark Kent's been around. Clark Kent is one of the guys responsible for plugging Jay and Dame Dash together to start Rockefeller. That's Clark Kent. Clark Kent been DJing for as long as I can fucking remember. Besides being one of the greatest sneaker collectors ever, he's a fantastic fucking DJ. But when I DJ on Instagram, Clark Kent and D-Nice don't say to me, what the fuck is Ed Lover doing? That's our thing. He can't do that. How dare he? Clark Kent is part of the originals. Clark Kent, Tony Touch, Rich Medina. D-Nice. And Stretch Armstrong, the originals, because they're all original DJs. His name is DJ D. Nice. He was the DJ for Boogie Down Productions, for KRS-One and Scott LaRock and Miss Melody. That's how far he goes back. Okay? Go look at I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. D. Nice is in the damn movie with a turntable set around his neck. How are you going to stop somebody from... I was fucking shocked and appalled when I heard about this shit. And Chris Spencer, who's cool as fuck, funny guy, great writer. And Anthony Anderson, who's dope as fuck. You know, they're all out there in L.A., so they're trying to 
Because D-Nice lives in L.A. They're trying to mediate this bullshit between D-Nice and Dion Cole. And Dion just got a little gassed up because all his, you know, followers, yo, why is D-Nice playing fucking house music? Bro, you don't own no house. I was appalled and shocked that a grown man will let people gas you up like you own Sundays and you own fucking house music, dog. And trying to go at D-Nice ain't going to get you nowhere. You're making a fucked up decision doing that, bro. You're making a fucked up decision with that. Leave that alone, homie. I'm shocked by half this stuff going on, man. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now, Megan Thee Stallion's whole thing with Tory Lanez is crazy. It's ridiculous. Tory Lanez shooting at that girl like that. But we didn't know Megan was dealing with Tory Lanez. At least I didn't because I don't pay attention to them. Not like that. If big news come out, cool. But I can tell you one thing. I know the Savage song. I know WAP that she did with uh, Cardi B. It's another story. But we're not going to dive deep into Cardi B today. But I was like, okay, this is Megan Thee Stallion. Nah, all right, it's cool. I don't, you know, I'm not a huge fan. I don't, I don't think I got any, uh, any, a lot of her music downloaded. But you know, she got some joints, and I didn't know she was messing with the little turtle-looking dude. And then come to find out, her girlfriend, who was with her that night, that he shot at her or shot her because he did hit her, was messing with the dude too. Like, what, where, where, where's this shit coming from? How does somebody bring you in their circle? And you mess with the the person that they're messing with. Just go back to the George Woods girl who was messing around with Tristan Thompson, knowing that she's supposed to be best friends with his girlfriend's sister. How do you do? Like, where do you, where are y'all getting this from? Like, can I ask a question? Is there a need to share penis out here among you? Among you, twenty some, thirty somethings is is that what's going on right now? That's the cool. That's the cool move. Is share penis? Well, that ain't her man. She you breaking rules. There's rules. You don't snake your friends, especially for no penis. From come on, man. Especially for no penis. Speaking of penis, I think two weeks ago, Tiger was trending. I'm like, why is Tiger trending? Because Tiger's one of those middle of the road MCs to me. He's not overly incredible. But every now and then, he have a good song. You know what I mean? Tiger's penis is on IG. And it was trending. And I'm like, really? Like, bruh, are we that desperate now that we're putting pictures of our penises on Instagram? Wow. I can understand when you get a sex tape that leaked. You know? It's how Kim Kardashian got famous, more famous than Ray J. The guy who was tearing her down. That was a real sex tape. Like, you can see Ray was adjusting the camera. Like, that was supposed to stay between them. Not the one that, that Mimi made with old boy. That that was a porno. That wasn't a sex tape. Even she said, I, I remember interviewing her, and she said she regretted that. Crystal, you need to see if you can find that Mimi interview and just play a little piece of uh, Mimi talking about being embarrassed by that. And I say that, and if she finds it, we'll put it in. And I say that to say this. There's a difference, you know, between you being just thirsty. 
I think it's, I think it's a lot of thirsty ass people, man. Like I, I kind of feel like everybody want to take that shortcut. Nobody wants to really work hard. Like people want to be on TV twice, and then they want to do club appearances. Thank God for COVID, so we ain't got to deal with that no more. I don't mean thank God for COVID. I'm sorry, y'all, because two hundred something thousand people died. I, I should not have said that. I mean the pandemic kept us. Things changing kept us from having to, you know, see a flyer with some random person on it from one of these reality shows. And uh, at least Kim and them Kardashians were smart enough to kill keeping up with the Kardashians. It's been too long. When are we going to get smart enough to get rid of loving hip-hop and all that other real housewives? There's too many of them to keep up. You don't know who's who. Everybody looks alike to me. Everybody looks exactly the same. Which is another thing I don't understand. I don't think all men want to look the same. But it seems to me in 2020, quickly moving into 2021, a lot, and I'm not saying all, a lot of women just want to look like the other woman. Like, God made you special. You are so special. You are you are so special. You are. And you think you're going to be happier with this snatched Coke bottle figure, trim, waist, butt implants, breast implants. That don't keep you no man. Don't, and please don't tell me you're doing it just for you. Please. You don't want to be alone for the rest of your life. So stop lying. I, as a man, I don't want to be alone for the rest of my life. I still like to know that I got it on a certain level. Nobody, nobody, everybody wants to be loved, whether it's by the same sex or whether by the opposite sex. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be attractive or to someone else. It's just the nature of, of us as human beings. That's the God's honest truth. We all want to be attractive to somebody else. Straight up, you can't. You can't deny it. You can sit there and lie to yourself that you don't care, but you're definitely lying because you're going to find somebody attractive. That's nature. That's nature. So you want to be attracted to somebody else. But honestly, it didn't keep Offset at home. It didn't keep Offset from cheating on Cardi B. It certainly didn't keep Tory Lanez from cheating on Megan Thee Stallion. It didn't keep Tristan Thompson from, che from cheating. So what makes you think it's going to keep whoever you have, whether it's the same sex, because same sex couples cheat too, from cheating on you? What makes you think that? People like flaws. We're supposed to have flaws. We're all supposed to have something. All that beauty and ba ba ba, and she's so fine and all this other stuff. Okay, Halle Berry can't keep no man. That's not going to change who you are as a person. I got a homegirl who should remain nameless. She's always on social media flaunting. It's more than one. More than one. There's another one that I met at the Revolt Music Conference one day that was talking to me once, once uh you know, walk in your footsteps. I want to be in the media. I want to do this. I want to do that. She got some body work. Now, all she does is be half naked with something up her behind on social media. And then you go get your OnlyFans page. Fine. Get your OnlyFans page. But sooner or later, on your OnlyFans page, 
to keep your people interested, you're going to have to do more than just put up pictures or videos of you dipping your body in the pool and coming out. You're going to you're going to have to keep up to what's really going on on our OnlyFans page. And you know what it is. And so do I. I'm going to do a podcast on that whole subject. You know, we always say fair exchange is not a robbery. I say that. But where where is the line drawn? Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you something interesting I just saw after I finish talking about this. Where's the line drawn on the OnlyFans page? When do you become a porn star? When when does that happen? Where's where's the the drawn line in the sand? Because I I I'm not sure if you know a lot of y'all look down your nose at Pinky, but you kind of end up doing the same thing on your OnlyFans page because we, you know, the demand for more and more and more and more and more and more and more is there. I seen uh, Jada Fire. Um, she used to be one of my favorite porn actresses, right? Um, somebody would hit her up and, and she would, you know, go off because somebody asked her about, you know, when's the last, you know, when can I find your latest porno? And she was like, I don't do porno no more. I wish y'all would stop asking me that. I retired in 2012 and blah, 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 blah. But if you go to our OnlyFans page and there is a hack for it, you're sticking shit up in the same places you were sticking shit before. So really, what's the big difference? You're still selling sex. And then... Get your body snatched, put your pictures up, and they get mad when people slide in your DM about sex because what you're putting out in the atmosphere is sex. LeBron can't get mad at people that talk to him about basketball because basketball is what he do. I can't get mad at people who talk to me about music and radio and television and film because that's what I do, and I podcast. So if somebody asks me about podcasting, how can I get mad at them? When podcasting is what I put out there and radio and television and film is what I put out there as my profession. How could Chris Rock get mad at somebody if they slide in his DM and say, yo, I didn't think your last special was funny. He put it out there. That's his. I mean, they didn't think it was funny at all. He put it out there. That's what he does. He's a comedian. That's how he has the house. He's an actor, too, but he started as a comedian. If somebody say, man, I'm watching Fargo, man, you suck. How can you get mad about that? So if you're putting your ass and your tits all over the Internet, how can you get mad when somebody says something to you about sex? It's like a dude with a built body. Cuts all on the hips, chiseled chest. Like my, my follow my, um, my cousin, my cousin Greg's son. His name is Miles Hicks. Follow Miles Hicks. He's a gym rat like that. Cut up to, to pieces. Fit by Miles or something like that. But you can find him, just type in Miles Hicks. Light skin, tall, good looking kid. Right? Um, how can Miles get mad if girls slide in his DM and talk about they want to fuck him? How can he get mad? So, how are you getting mad when you're putting your body out there like that because you're snatched and all of that stuff? Right? Taking all them pictures with that filter. So, you always, that Snapchat filter, we know what it is. So, you look all pretty in your face, and your face really is not that pretty. You're putting them pictures up and you're putting them videos up with the same filter. And then you're going to get mad when niggas ask to fuck? For real? How dare you? That's what you put out to the universe. That's what you're going to get back. Point blank, period, with no commas. That's what it is. 
And I feel like everybody out there feels like they just want to be so fuck. Why is it wrong for you to be yourself? I went through it. This is why I'm speaking from experience. If I had to do everything all over again, I would have never got my nose done. I should have just been happy with what I got. But I saw what Patti LaBelle had did because she had a pretty big nose like me. And she got her nose done, but her shit came out better than mine. But I should have just rolled with the, the fuck I had and been happy. One day at a time, you could get to the fit person that you want to be. You could get there. I never forget when I saw, you know, Kay Michelle talk about how that shit almost killed her. How she almost had a staph infection from the silicone and bullshit that she had shot in her ass. I'll never forget that BET employee girl that wanted it so fucking bad that she went to some unprofessional person in some basement in Queens and they actually shot her with tire silicone and she died. There's been multiple cases of women that have died because of botched surgery. Multiple cases. Yeah, their family is going to get paid off the malpractice lawsuit, but they don't want that. They want that human being back. And that's the, the, the are we so willing to die? Are we willing to die just so somebody can tell you how cute you are or how dope you look or how beautiful you are in that picture? Are we that addicted to this shit? This shit is crazy what's going on in this world. It, it saddens me. And I just look at my, my kids and I watch my daughter. One of my daughters is really, really close to getting her master's, right? And she goes to work and she comes home and she's working hard and she works and then she turns around and she's tired some days and she's studying and she's just working towards that master. And sometimes she just says some stupid shit like, man, I should have just got my body done and just been on the OnlyFans. Because she's 25. Because she see some of these women out here getting money. And I could have did that. I was like, shit. First of all, you going to be out of this house before you start doing dumb shit like that. No, you don't need that. You're smart. You That's the reason why you went to college. You're smart as hell. Use your brain. If you want to work on your body and go to the gym, fine. And just remember, every day you made a little bit of progress is a good day. It's cool. That's all right. It just seems like we just being overwhelmed by what these visions of beauty are supposed to be. You are what God made you, and that's fine. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. But you can't have your cake and eat it too. Okay. You can't have the cake and eat it too. I'm cool. Like my wife is talking about, hey, I want to get my breasts done. I'm like, you're not getting them put in them. You can have it lifted. You have it lifted. But you, you know, nah. So you can be running around without a bra on all the time. And then I got to deal with all of these dudes just try, trying to talk to you and all of this. Nah, I'm not, uh, I'm not dealing with that. I told, okay, if you want to do that, if you want to go get your, your, Breasts done, and you want to add silicone to your breasts. That's what you want to do. I'm going to go get a dick enlargement. And I'm going to walk around here with nothing on but gray fucking sweatpants with no drawers. And I'm going to take pictures of my big ass dick and I'm going to put it all over the internet and see how you like it. I'm going to have a sleeve sewn into my sweatpants so I can lay my dick in the sleeve so everybody can see the girth and how big this motherfucking penis is right now. Would you want that? No. Would you want to deal with that?
Huh? You want Kevin Hart's father? You gonna, y'all gonna treat, you gonna learn what long dick is today? Learn, hey, I ain't wanna deal with that all the time, man. I know women out there who have implants, breast implants, heterosexual women, straight heterosexual women, can't get a dude to save their life. Body popping, can't get a dude. Ain't got no boyfriend at all. Not even, not even thinking about marrying your ass. That's not all there is to it. That's not everything, y'all. This country is so divided on everything. Black women, we love you. Stop thinking that we, listen, listen. What happened to Breonna Taylor is not Breonna Taylor's fault. Okay, when the cops kicked in the door, her boyfriend tried to protect her. He pulled his gun, which he had legally, and he shot at what he thought were intruders into his home. He tried to protect Breonna Taylor against a slew of police. Stop saying that we're not protecting you. We're protecting you. Stop. You want us to be men, but then you want to tell us how to be men. Does that sound even sensical to you? You want us to be men. You want a strong man. You all you always say that. So you want a strong, good man, but then you want to tell us how to be men. When you're not a man, you're a different species. Okay? So a dog, a regular common house dog can tell a wolf how to be a wolf. Or a chicken can tell a turkey how to be a turkey. Or a squirrel can tell a fish how to be a fish. It's nonsensical to me. We are here to protect you. That's what we're marching for. We're marching for our rights and your rights and, and, and Sandra Bland's rights. That's what we out there fussing and, and about. That's why we're on the front line. That's why we're getting our concealed card permits like I just got from Georgia. So that I can protect you. Not so I can go out there and start something. I'm not looking to hurt anybody. I'm looking to protect my home and my family. That's why we do the things we do. Do we make mistakes as men? Absolutely. But do you make mistakes as women? Absolutely. But that's the reason why we work with each other. To clear up each other's stuff. We all make mistakes. For every dumb thing you can tell me a man did, I can tell you something equally as dumb that a woman's done. For every man that you can tell me that cheats on you, I got a story of a woman that cheated on a man. It's equal. It's equal. Stop, you know. Oh, y'all don't take care of us the way y'all supposed to take care of us. We try our best. We're doing the best that we can out here. It's a cold, hard world for a black man. In America, it's a cold, hard world. Cold, man. Come on, son. Of the week. Coming up. Back. With more, come on, son. I want to send a come on, son, out to the president of the United States for dancing and acting like everything was honky-dory at this rally. Meanwhile, unemployment is sky high. People are dying from COVID. You just got out of the hospital, and you still didn't have a mask on at your own rally. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Are you dumb, son? i like to give a come on, son, to LeBron James. Not because he won his fourth NBA championship, but because I really, really feel that's time to let that hair go, bro. That ball spot in the back ain't coming back, son.
Shave it down, bro, and let it rock, bro. I know you was in the bubble and you really couldn't get it. You know, your barber wasn't around like that, son. But come on, son. It's time to let that shit go, son. For real, son. A come on, son, goes out to Snoop Dogg. Snoop, I love you, but you don't play for the fucking Lakers. And you're getting on my nerve, dog. All right, represent your city, but you run around acting like you ever fucking played for the Lakers. You, 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 you hyper than J.R. Smith, who did nothing and still got a ring. Come on, son, to the Lakers for letting Dwight Howard get a ring. Dwight Howard, man, you such a fucking disappointment, bro. You were supposed to be one of the nicest dudes, and now you're a fucking bench warmer that comes in for a couple of minutes. You should not be proud of that ring. You really ain't do shit to get it. And all the rest of the fucking scrubs on the fucking Lakers that rode the bench and think, Ugh, I had a championship. Come on, son. Fuck out of here. You ain't do shit. Okay, AD, Braun, Caruso and them, they did all the work. J.R. Smith, you ain't did shit. And stop taking your fucking shirt off because you don't, you don't fucking deserve nothing, son. Fuck out of here. Come on, son, to Mike Pence, vice president of the United States, bro. Let the woman talk, bro. When she talking in the next, next debate, she I don't even think she want to debate you. And come on, son, to all you fucking... Republicans that know you disagree with Donald Trump, but you ain't man or woman enough to say anything because your whole thing is just hold on to whatever little bit of political power you got. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I'm Ed Lover. It's been another episode of Come On, Son. Number love to you. Keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk with you, at you, to you, and about you next week. My thoughts. My podcast. Come on, son. Now get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I'm out. Come on, son, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. No, I'm only playing. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah. Y'all keep going first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at y'all next week, man. Y'all know what it is. Come on, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Krista Hayes and Kimana Paulus in downtown Chicago. This is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.